Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Right, let's talk about what's going on in Israel. First of all, when, when we saw last week that uh, when Netanyahu was admitted to hospital, supposedly for dehydration, I, was, I did have to say that I wondered what that was code for. Uh, was there skepticism at the time? Well, I'm sure there's skepticism. It seemed like there were actually um, genuine, mil- uh, uh, not military, sorry, uh, medical issues. Um, and, of course, you know, he had a pacemaker uh, put in the other day. So clearly there are medical issues, but being in the situation that we are in Israel and being a country, uh, you know, Golda Meir said she was prime minister of three million prime ministers. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that Bibi is prime minister of nine and a half million skeptics. Um, there are a good number of us who wondered if this was just some sort of cover. You use the word ghosting for uh, a way to get out of a vote this week. And, uh-huh. and he's still not, as far as I know, he's still not out of the hospital and there hasn't been a vote yet. So it's, it's, uh, We'll see. When is this vote meant to take place? So uh, it was scheduled for t- today's Monday, mm. tomorrow, but there's the um, the opposition has 26 hours of of uh, floor time, and, and and all the opposition members have been speaking to an empty Knesset. Uh, theoretically, the vote will be tonight or tomorrow. And and quite, it's it's quite scary that this is taking place during the nine days and of course we know traditionally we taught that the temple was the second temple certainly destroyed because of sinat chinam which translated means basically just hatred it's it's unwarranted hatred jew upon jew against jew and what we're seeing in israel is quite scary in this regard yeah 18 years ago this week we began the uh the um Hit Natkut, the the uh, departure from Gaza, um, which also created social rifts, but not to the same extent, uh, I think, um, at least not to where we are now. And now we're we're on the precipice of if there's a vote, my gosh, I don't even know what's going to happen. But I have to tell you, as we have protests taking place on the right, protests taking place on the left, against reforms pro- uh, for the reforms. Um, but what was very inspiring yesterday is thousands of people showed up to the hotel. Um, from the left and from the right in favor of judicial reforms, opposed to judicial reforms, to pray, to come together and, and in achdud, in solidarity mm-hmm. with one another as, as fellow Jews and citizens. Um, that's what I hope. That's what I desperately hope will be is, the tenor uh, and the tone this week. Is anybody, are, are any of the politicians taking that line, the unity line? Or is it, are we still in the completely divided phase? So I think to his credit, as soon as President Herzog came back from his trip to the U.S., it seems like the first stop is he went to visit the prime minister in the hospital, mm. uh, and, and then has had a meeting with Yair Lapid, reported meeting with Yair Lapid yesterday afternoon, in which Yair Lapid has accepted the president's proposal for for deferring a decision again for three months. And there was supposed to be a meeting, which I've not seen reports on yet uh, yesterday evening with Benny Gantz, but it seems that the opposition leaders are in favor of continued dialogue and pushing off a vote. And it seems like the Likud has has yet to declare its support for that. And the big issue is that they don't want to push it off for three months, which means after the holidays in the fall. And, 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 Anything could happen. 
anything can happen. The reality is, if the opposition want, if if the if the the pro reformers wanted, if Likud wants it, could they just by their mere numbers, could they push this through? Of course, the, the 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 government has the votes, and if the government chooses to see the vote through, um, it's it's very unlikely that any of the government members either won't show up or won't vote for it, and you'll get a 64 to uh, to 56 vote in favor of whatever legislation. What was very interesting this past weekend is there was a Haredi newspaper that came out with an editorial basically saying that the community supports the uh, judicial reform vote, but it's not really their issue. And that's that's kind of suggested that maybe even the government doesn't have the full backing of um, of uh, the constituency and the ultra-Orthodox parties. Uh, but they're not going to vote against their own interests. Right, of course that not. Might, that, but, especially with polls out now indicating that Benny Gantz's party will, uh, as of this, as of yesterday, will have 30 seats if there were an election today and have a chance to form a government much more so than we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tell us uh, about the the pro-reform uh, d- uh, protest last night, because there's always a lot of accusations that the press in Israel, media in Israel, is is quite left uh, biased, uh, which which I, I can't comment on. I think it is probably certainly true for Haaretz. That is in, uh, indisputable. Um, and Times of Israel have definitely seen moving in in that in that direction. But was it covered properly? What did it really look like? So it, it, it seems that there were tens of thousands of people who were demonstrating last night in favor of the uh, vote, in favor of judicial reform, this minor um, vote that's being put in front of the Knesset, theoretically, mm-hmm. in Tel Aviv, which is an interesting selection of location, not in Jerusalem like last time, at the same time that this a comparable number of people are now not only camping out in in uh, the, the Gan Sacher outside of the Knesset, but are demonstrating uh, against judicial reforms in Jerusalem. So yeah, there, I think that there's, from what I've seen, I don't go switching the channel looking to balance, see who's mm, balancing mm, coverage or mm. not, but it does seem that there's been accurate, reasonable coverage of the fact that, yes, there are two parallel protests going on. We call them pro and anti-reform, but we have to be honest that they're they're really right and left, and it's become so polarized, which is that dangerous thing this week that it's not a uh, pro, it's not only a pro and anti reform, it's a pro and anti government. Uh, whereas I get that, uh, there's certainly a lot of people that I know, and it's only anecdotal. Uh, it's and it's uh, you know we know about confirmation bias on social media, but certainly a lot of people that I know that were traditionally centre or a little bit even to the right that are falling in this anti-reform category now would hate to be called leftists, but they aren't for the reform. What happens to those people? Well, I'm I'm one of them, but I don't necessarily put myself. I'm on the right for mm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't put myself in a pro or anti-reform. The, the I think from day one, the government has handled this abysmally because there was consensus widely in Israeli society that we needed judicial reform. But how the government handled it from day one was abysmal, was an embarrassment. And and made it even more polarizing rather than saying, yeah, we're in this driver's seat now and we're going to and we're going to pull together a consensus. They could have done that in January and February and they didn't. 
and they've made it worse. And so even something as minor as a watered down vote on um, on on the, the reasonableness clause, which is just one of the whole issues that need to be addressed in judicial reform, even that which the opposition leaders um, have supported have now become so polarized. It's it's just it's just quite dismaying because Bibi of all prime ministers, he's the longest serving. He's the most capable, and I don't say that as a judgment whether he's doing a good job or not. He's been in the job the longest. He should know how to do the job, and he's dropped the ball, and I'm and I'm very disappointed. And I I do want to see judicial reform, but I don't like how it's happening. That is where we leave it. Thank you for that. Thank you, uh, Jonathan Feldstein, founder of Genesis 123 Foundation, talking to us very candidly about the situation in Israel and his views and personal feelings around it as well. 731, good morning.